Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Our number two of Drive Time Sports. Do want to remind you this is the... Last segment here on Drive Time Sports, the bottom of the hour. We will join Chuck and Matt for Arkansas Razorback uh, basketball from Bud Walton Reed tonight as they are preparing, that is the Razorbacks are preparing to take on the LSU Tigers. Uh, it is truck month, by the way, at Bell Chevrolet, 2020 Chevrolet Silverado 1500 crude cab, uh, 0% for 72 months plus $500 cash allowance when you finance with GM Financial. And then there's also the great deals you're going to find. It's always time to check out. Uh, there's over 100, 100 plus previously owned vehicles starting at $7,500. I'm talking about a used 2014 Ford Fusion, four-door sedan, SE, front-wheel drive, $7,500. Looks brand new. Used 2008 Honda CRV. Four-wheel drive, five-door, uh, XL, uh, automatic, 8350. And this may be the cutest little vehicle I think I've ever seen on the road. It's called the Pop. It is the used 2013 Fiat 500 for $8,900. Looks like it fit in the palm of your hand and looks brand new. That's a Bell Chevrolet Fine New Roads, 13101 Chanel Parkway in West Little Rock, or go online at BellChevrolet.com. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Gentlemen, if, if I had the horns, I would start blowing them. Uh, Trey is... is I mean, he's he's the best. He put out uh, two hours ago, which now would be at least three hours ago, Arkansas Razorbacks projected spring depth chart. Ooh, ooh. No response. <laughs> I think I think yeah. it's a, I know Randy loves it. Aren't, I think it's a big thing right there. Yeah. The hog fan. I think yeah. it's a big deal. Love, love to read yeah, that. It is. That's right. Man, I mean, it just went quiet. So, <laughs> yeah. were you were you were you giving me time? I got to, I got a, I think I got a weird connection. I'm. I you think you're right. Connection, <laughs> yeah. right? If you right. if you had turned the sound on, I'm I'm, I'm giving Trace uh, a buzz. Okay, that's interesting. The fight song. Yeah. yeah. Well, I. 
I forget where I have some of these things listed. Okay, here it is. Okay. Um, uh, could I do that? <laughs> Think it's that big? Oh, it's that big. Good grief! Good. Hello. For a depth chart? Yeah, Trey. <laughs> yeah, Trey sounds a little uh, perplexed that it got that big a mention there, didn't he? I kind of like the symphony music myself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think. know what you guys can hear. I've got. I think I've got kind of a weird connection. I'm outside of uh, Bud Walton. Did you hear that part about the traffic? We, uh, no. no. But we heard you say you're outside Bud yeah. Walton. No, I heard. Yeah. I'm out, well, I'm. I'm I'm trying to park. I've, I've been sitting in traffic for about 25 minutes, and I got here wow. a little early, so I'd be able to, you know, sit in the parking lot and do the show. But I'm still sitting here in traffic, so I think that's a pretty good sign for the game tonight that uh, it's going to be a good crowd. crowd. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We hope you get in by 6. I hope so. <laughs> hey, this is, this have is a problem it. getting in. It's just a matter of getting parked. That's right. This is it. Um, at the uh, quarterback's Spot, I don't think anybody's surprised that you uh, have fully no. paid Franks. Uh, running back, no surprise. Uh, Rakeem Boyd, uh, split end, uh, Trey Knox, flanker, Mike Woods, slot, Traylon Burks. Is that pretty much the way I, you think they'll line up in that three-receiver set for Kendall Browse? That's, that's mostly how they did it last year. They may decide to mix things up a little bit with – with Trey Knox and, you know, or where they put Traylon Burks, you know, slot receiver at 6'3", 223. Pretty big size slot receiver, yeah. but at the same time, you want to get your best players out there on the field. And if that means putting Burke, I mean, if you think about it, who's the most elusive out of those wide receivers? Probably Burks, so maybe it makes sense to put him in the slot. Plus, he can be a, a matchup issue for people. But I think, you know, these guys are players that you move all the way around, you know, all over the place. But... As far as starting, going out there first reps, I think I don't see there's any reason not to have those three wide receivers out there first, and and Burks makes the most sense as a slot receiver, even though in reality he's more of a split-end flanker type. Probably, I don't know, I, would, I think maybe Burks would probably fit in well as a as a flanker just because he is so agile. Uh, but, you know, it's not just with the starters. I think the interesting thing to look at this is the backups and the reserves. We went three deep on it. You know, so you've also Traylon Smith and T.J. Hammonds. How are those guys going to factor in? T.J. Hammonds last go around. We've heard so many good things about Traylon Smith in the off season about just how elusive he is and stuff. And does that mean he's he's good, or does that mean he's going against a Razorback defense that's not very good? But uh, he definitely, has, you know, has gotten a lot of praise. And then there are some other guys to watch. You know, at wide receiver, tight ends, obviously very thin. And then I think the offensive line is going to be really interesting. How are they going to shake that up? Uh, who's going to start at that left guard spot. Right now I've got Bo Lemmer in there, just penciled in. And, again, a lot of that just comes off of some of the stuff that we've heard from, you know, people inside the program about who's looking good and who they think could take a big step forward. I've heard things about Ryan Winkle as an example, who I've got listed as a backup. I've got Noah Gatlin listed as a backup. But I think Gatlin – I don't think it is going to be too much longer before he's rolling with the first group, either at right tackle or left tackle. I think probably right tackle is where he was starting out last year. But I think the offensive line will be something interesting to watch, not only where guys fit in, but how much they've changed their bodies in the eight-week uh, winter training cycle that they've been a part of. We know Ricky Stromberg has finally hit 300 pounds just recently. So 
That's uh, you know, he he came into Arkansas. Some people say he was down to like 240 uh, at Arkansas last year. He was playing baseball and he'd gotten sick, so he lost a lot of weight. And now he's back. He played. He came. He actually started on the roster. He was listed at 266. He got his weight up to about 260. Excuse me, 276, 279. But has finally hit that 300 pound threshold. And I, I bet it's a lot better than the 300 pounds he carried when he was a junior in high school. Uh, then uh, the other name that jumps out talking about the backups. You got Luke Jones, who had mm-hmm. to sit out last year. You've got him backing up Ty Clary at the center position. Uh, Dorian Gerald, you got him back at the left defensive end, uh, mm-hmm. backed up by Julius Coach, the JUCO transfer. Jonathan Marshall, uh, backed up by Torian Carter. Isaiah Nichols, uh, backed up by Marcus Miller, who missed a lot last year with that knee injury. Mateo Soli at uh, right end, backed up by Zach Williams. I love seeing that third name on there, Blaine Toll. Uh, middle mm-hmm. linebacker. Grant Morgan backed up by Andrew Parker. Come on, Andrew. Uh, nothing against Grant Morgan, but uh, we've heard a lot of promise about Andrew Parker for all these years. Weak side linebacker, uh, bumper pull backed up by Hayden Hayden Henry. Strong side linebacker, Hayden Henry backed up by Zach Zemo, so I'm anxious to see. Uh, Nickelback, uh, Greg, jo- uh, Greg Brooks, Jr., backed up by Jerry Jacobs, a transfer from Arkansas State. Left corner. Jarquez mm-hmm. McClellion, uh, backed up by Devin Bush. Uh, Devin Bush, I should say. Right corner, Monteric Brown, backed up by Darius Bishop. Jalen Catalan at strong safety, backed up by Miles Mason. And Joseph Fusha, free safety, backed up by Miles Slusher. And, of course, the other big questions, yeah. Trey, I know you've got punter uh, Sam Lloyd. The kicker is Matthew Phillips. But to me, those jobs are wide open. Wide open. Now, I think Lloyd did some good things last year. He was he had some he had some inconsistencies, but I do think he has a good leg. I think that he probably put a little bit too much air under some of his punch. They went, uh, you know, super vertical, and you know, I think maybe get a little bit better, a little bit better forty-five degree type of angle, and maybe he's getting, uh, you know, a little bit more distance on those punts. But definitely, I would expect AJ Brown to come in, or excuse me, AJ Reed to come in and take over the place-kicking job. I mean, he's coming in as a grad transfer on scholarship. So, and and Phillips hasn't really done anything, I, I don't know, that would make you think, okay, this guy's got a, a beat on the starting job. Uh, you know, I, I think so a couple of interesting pit positions that you mentioned, defensive end, you've got some young guys who are going through their second spring. I mean, for Eric Gregory, for – uh, Matteo Soli and for uh, um, uh, Zach Williams, this is their second spring. You know, they came in as freshmen last year. They enrolled early. So those guys having a full year now in the system, over a year, because they, they, they would have enrolled in January of, of 2019. Uh, so, you know, you would expect some, some different body types and some more experience, plus adding Dorian Gerald, who was lost in the first game, and Julius Coates. We've heard some really good things about Julius Coates, who brings 6'6", 270 pounds to the defensive end spot. So I think that is an intriguing group. And you've got young guys like you mentioned, Blaine Toll, you know, and we'll see where he fits in and what he grows into right now. I've got him penciled in on the right side, but uh, I, I could see him, you know, getting a little bigger, maybe being more of a left end, bigger, top, bigger body type. And – it is interesting when you consider that because last year they had so many issues at defensive end because they were so young at that position and they lost Dorian Gerald early. But at defensive tackle, you had so many, uh, you know, 
returning players like McTelvin Aguim and and uh, you know Jonathan Marshall, who's back this year, T.J. Smith. And this year, you know, you're looking at Jonathan Marshall, Isaiah Nichols. I'm not sure how much how recovered Marcus Miller is. He did have knee surgery last year, only played in two games. You got some other young guys like Torian Carter and Enoch Jackson, who'll be fun to watch. Uh, but that'll be an interesting position. You got Xavier Kelly, who's not going to make it, obviously, for the spring. We thought that there was a chance with some kind of eight-week class finagling that maybe they'd be able to get him in even late, but that's not going to work out. So uh, I would expect Jonathan Marshall, Isaiah Nichols to take the first reps there. But if Marcus Miller is healthy, and I don't know that he, he is, I, I don't know the specifics of his knee surgery. I believe it was it might have been a major knee issue, uh, but I, I, I would expect uh, him to eventually factor in. I think he could push for a starting job. And when you look at all the guys, Marcus Miller, I mean, that's what they look at. I mean, the guy's 6'5", 300 good-looking player and then linebacker linebacker has some questions obviously you've got bumper pool and grant morgan who have a lot of experience uh hayden henry who's had trouble staying healthy who can play weak side or strong side linebacker zach zymos i've also heard some really good things about his athletic ability but the thing with zach is you saw him if you saw him last year any pictures of him you could tell right away this guy needs to add some weight and so we'll see if he's added some good weight i think the secondary could be all kinds of stuff I mean, who knows what they're thinking with moving players around. I think Jerry Jacobs is kind of a wild card in this in the aspect of he has played some at safety. He's played some at cornerback in his junior college and college careers. So, you know, just with, with what Sam Carter said, this is a guy that could maybe play any number of positions, just kind of figure out where he fits best, where he's the best fit for them. Uh, and so that will be an interesting situation to watch. And, you know, Greg Brooks, I, I – I thought Greg Brooks shows a lot of quickness, but he's just a little light at 5'11", 179. I'm sure he's added a little bit more weight. He added a little bit of weight to get to 179 initially. But to play that that slot, that nickel spot, you've got to be really an instinctive, physical football player who is quick enough to cover a slot receiver. It's a difficult position to play. You need to be able to hold some weight because you're going to be able to, you know, you have to take on a lot of blockers in the screen game. A lot of times you're the conflict defender deciding what the quarterback's going to do. You need to be very instinctive. You've got to be able to play run support. Um, you've got to be able to do a lot of different things. And to me, Greg Brooks is a safe bet as a cornerback because I know he's really fast and quick. I'm just not sold on him just yet. And he was just a true freshman last year thrown into the fire. I've just not totally sold him at, on him at the nickel spot. And looking at what Barry Odom has done, you know, what he did at Missouri, he had, you know, some bigger guys in those types of roles. So is that a spot where maybe you put Jerry Jacobs or Jalen Catalan, who goes about 5'10", 190, you know, a little bit heavier base on him. So, and definitely an instinctive football player. But the one guy I would expect to stay the same is probably Monteric Brown. I don't know that there's anybody that's going to come in and push him for his starting spot. At the same time, Monteric Brown came to Arkansas as a safety. So maybe if they – it's all about, to me, you know, getting your best four or five defensive backs on the field at one time. And and in a lot of ways, these day and age, you know, cornerbacks and safeties are, are kind of interchangeable. And, in fact, a lot of times – players that you have at safeties were former cornerbacks. Um, I mean, that's happened a ton at Arkansas. Look at last year. You, know, you had Cameron Curl, who was a former cornerback, uh, you know, starting at, at safety for Arkansas. So be interesting to watch. Special teams to me is just kind of, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't take Traylon Burks off kick return or punt return. I would let him 
again, get him the ball as many times as possible. Uh, Jack Lindsay, no reason not to have him as a holder. Jordan Silver was put on scholarship as a as a snapper. And, of course, you got Sam Loy. you got to figure out kicker. That's the, to me, kicker is the one spot that's kind of hanging in the air. And then, you know, possibly if there's somebody there to challenge Sam Loy at punter when, 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 when fall camp arrives. Let's talk with uh, Woopig. Woopig, you got a question or comment for Trey? Oh, sure I do. First, I want to stop real, start real quick with the Suey for our uh, track team. Men's and women's both yep. scored over 100 points and both took the uh, SEC tournament. That Traylon Burks, he can play everywhere. Uh, I remember when he played Arkadelphia, I think he played seven or eight positions, and part of them were on defense. <laughs> I'd like to see him on defense yep. in critical situations. Now, Hunter Henry, I mean, uh, Hayden Henry and uh, Bumper Poole, uh, I hate to see those guys uh, backing up each other. Uh, how close is Hayden uh, to uh, play on uh, uh, Saturday? How close is Hayden? Hayden Henry. To start on Saturday. You mean injury in, in terms of coming, you mean in terms of yeah, coming back from injury? Well, you know, I mean, Pittman kind of d- threw a – Go ahead. They don't play. They don't play Saturday. So, how, how soon do you want him? I'm, back? Talk, I'm talking about on Saturdays. on Saturdays. They play all the games on Saturday. Oh, on Saturdays, I thought yeah. you meant like this Saturday. So. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean Hayden. When he's when he's been out there, he's proven that he can play. Thank I you, mean, he, can contribute. he 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 had a he, he had a hard time staying healthy last year. Um, but you know, Pippen, as far as injury stuff, Pippen kind of threw a blanket over all that and was just kind of like you know. As far as he knew, everybody was healthy, but that was pretty early uh, in his tenure at Arkansas. So we'll see. We'll see what they do with players. I mean, you got a guy like Noah Gatlin, who's you know got uh, coming off a, a, an ACL surgery seven and a half months ago. Usually, it's a six-month recovery. How much will they let him do in the spring? Uh, so there's all kinds of things like that with you know, Felipe Franks' ankle, KJ Jefferson's shoulder. Um, you know, with with Hayden, I think that. He he was he's going to be your starting strong side linebacker when they're in a four three. There's just not a lot of times that you're in a four three these days. You're just just not in that formation a lot. So uh, I would expect him to also back up at, at weak side linebacker. But at the same time, ideally, you know you want to play the linebackers probably seventy percent of the snaps max. So it, there's plenty of opportunities for the backups if if you feel good about your backups. Arkansas just just hasn't in most years. Trey, from our Keith Lee Service Company Live Fan Feedback, Piggy Small says, question for Trey, would you say the optimism level is about the same, lower, or higher than it was two years ago heading into spring practice with Chad Morris? That's a good question. I don't really recall exactly. I mean, I, I guess I would say, like, like when people have asked me to predict how many games that they can win this year, I've, I've kind of said the ceiling would be five. And when Chad Morris's first year, I predicted them to win five games. They only won two. But I, I, I don't remember a lot of people predicting them not to go to a bowl game that year. So I think that there was a definite level of optimism uh, back then. I think people maybe have been kind of beaten down a little bit to where their expectations aren't quite as high. They just want to start seeing improvement and, and getting to a place where Arkansas is competitive again. So it, it's kind of hard to say, I think. But, I mean, I don't, I'll don't. i say this, and I said this on a tweet earlier today, 
I don't think that Arkansas's talent on the roster is representative of a team that only won two games. And I've, you guys have heard me say that Arkansas has plenty of excuses to be bad, but they have no excuse to be a complete and utter disaster, which they've been the last two seasons. So I do think that they will show better under a different coaching staff. And really, top to bottom, probably, you know, I, I would, I think we all would hope a better coaching staff, not just from the head coach, but I think uh, overall assistants also. Probably more experienced guys, more guys that are kind of in their in their prime in terms of coaching. Um, so we'll see. I, 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 I make some predictions and stuff like that, like saying a ceiling is five wins, but I really want to see this team in the spring, you know, see some practices and see what Felipe Franks has got because obviously he's the odds-on favorite to win the start, starting quarterback job. And, uh, you know, a guy like Traylon Smith, how much better can the offensive line be? All those kind of things. A lot of questions heading into this season. Well, speaking of – uh, better coaches, I feel better without having seen one second of practice, just knowing that yeah. Arkansas has a quality offensive line coach in Brad Davis. I never felt that at yeah. any juncture after watching uh, the coach who was, I won't even mention his name, who was in the offensive line last year. I just I just never saw it the last two years, actually. Yeah, just, Dustin Fry never got things off the ground now. I'll, I'll say I, I would take a Dustin Fry over a Kurt Anderson. <laughs> well, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been real pretty which since not, Sam Pittman which left. Which is not saying much. But yeah, yeah it's, not right. saying, it's not saying a whole lot. Uh, Dustin Fry did have some other issues. I mean, losing Colton Jackson. Colton Jackson was pretty much injured from the day that Dustin Fry got on campus. Lost Noah Gatlin, who I think had a chance to be Arkansas's best offensive lineman last year. But... You know, part of it's the players that they had to work with and part of it's coaching. No question. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service. Up next, Arkansas Razorback basketball with Chuck uh, Barrett and Matt Zimmerman. Stay tuned. Here on our flagship station, 103.7 The Buzz.